Okay. And now it's going. Great. So um, I have this little like welcome thing, but I, I've already recorded it in the past, so I could use that. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll do it one more time here too, just to like, just to give us like an intro. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Solutions from the Multiverse. SFM is an independent podcast that brings you new, unheard of solutions to the most pressing issues facing the United States and the world. Stay tuned through your favorite podcast provider. Today's a bit of a special day. I'm Adam Browse, and I'm here with Scott Maupin. Hello. As co-host of Solutions today. Yeah. And uh, how's it going, Scott? Do you want to tell us a little bit? It's going great. It's beautiful outside. So (laughs) It's really beautiful. Here we are inside recording our voices into a can. But it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. I really like your podcast. Do you want to to plug it for the people before we get started? I make a podcast uh, on my own called The Perfect Show, where I just kind of put out an episode every month or three weeks or so of about a special little like perfect thing that I'm trying to examine, but yeah, it's my little, that's my little darling. <laughs> it's awesome. I totally love it. And I, I listen to every episode with, uh, with joy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I d- dive into those little perfect moments that you bring to people. So definitely check out uh, the perfect show wherever you're reading, listening to podcasts. Well, today I thought we'd talk about, um, healthcare. Nice. It's screwed up uh, in America, yeah. especially. Um, Okay, so we're going to start with the the solution from the multiverse. So the portal opens into the multiverse. We go to the universe in which this problem is not a problem anymore, or at least it's a better than it is than it was than it is here. And we look around. We say, "What's going on here?" Okay, here's the idea: a free everyone, everyone wants free healthcare, right? A free nurse hotline. So and so, okay. everybody calls, and you know we got nine one one gets you the police. They're mm-hmm. rolling out now, perhaps a nine eight eight universal mental health care line. I've not heard of yeah, that. Yeah, just good. coming out. Yeah, it's coming okay. out. Okay. Okay. So now, what if we add nine two two nine four four or something, mm-hmm. and you call that, and a nurse picks up, and they say, "What's going on?" And you say, "I've had a bad headache for three days. Do I have a brain tumor?" And they say, "It's not a tumor." <laughs> So I, I know who this specific nurse is now. Yeah, it's, it's Arnold. It's Arnold. <laughs> this is, seems very scalable. Yeah, it is. It is. Arnold, he's, we're going to need you prolific. on the phone. <laughs> what, what do you need me to do? Well, just your line. There's one time. Just one thing. Just every time. Just tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. So that's the idea. And it's like, well, that sounds like uh, interesting. I think it has some strengths, though. Yeah. It's got some strengths. It's maybe got some weaknesses. I don't see those because I'm just blindly optimistic, you know, but uh, I think it's got some really strong strengths. So you set up a framework where there's always like a a network of nurses ready to answer like this level of healthcare question for people. Right. What, what do you see as the benefit for this? How does this help in what ways? Yeah. So for, so the cool thing you say, set up a network, right? Okay. So this is the cool thing. Turns out this network is already there. If you take your insurance card and you flip it over Mm -hmm. on the back, depending on which side you think is the front and the back of your card, it'll say nurse hotline number. Mm -hmm. Every insurance company does this. They keep an insurance, uh, a free nurse hotline 
uh, line open already. And if you call it, you get a nurse immediately, a, a registered, a real RN, like a real solid yeah, yeah, medical yeah. professional. I, I've, I've used it multiple times. It's, it's really impressive. Uh, one time I was walking around in the sun all day and, uh, and I was like, and I started to feel really bad and woozy. And I was like, I'm having a stroke. I was, I think, 29 at the time. Turns out 29-year-olds. N- not a common stroke age? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but I was an idiot. I continue to be an idiot in some ways. But uh, so I called this nurse hotline and they were like, you know, she was like really nice, really friendly, really professional. Like it was as if literally I was sitting in the office with a nurse, mm-hmm. like in a hospital, like in a, in a healthcare environment. Really, really professional. And she was like, so tell me about your day, you know? And I was like, well, I was walking around this parade in the mission and then I was doing this and that. And she said, you know, and you had any water today, you know? And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Have you tried unplugging it and plugging exactly. it back Exactly. The medical, the yes. medical version of, of yeah, the IT crowd, right? Yeah. So that was a cool experience. Uh, and I thought, huh, you know, a lot of times people are having, I mean, I'm not trying to trivialize, trivialize people's medical, sure. you know, demands, but yeah, there, yeah. there's a lot of really serious medical things happening. And obviously you couldn't call this and say, oh, well, let me tell you my five-year battle with, you know, diabetes. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm having this critical event. It's like, okay, in that case, you should know, you should already be like at your provider at the emergency room or something. Yeah. But there's so much healthcare out there that is just reassurance. Mm-hmm. Or triage, saying, "Hey, you know, you really got to get your ass to the hospital. Like, you actually have a problem." How many, uh, you know, middle-aged men are walking around saying, oh, "I'll get to it. Oh, I'll get to it later. I'll right. get to it." This hard lump on the side of my whatever <laughs> is totally normal. I'm sure. I'll, 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 a few more months, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh-huh. short of breath and sweating all the time, but I'm sure everything's fine. I've grown a third ear, but it just—I can hear things better. I'm sure it's great. I think you're a superhero. Yeah that's nothing that's not a medical event yeah you need to call I, xavier you need to call the x-men i see this helping on both ends of the spectrum both the people who would not get medical advice otherwise without like this easy on-ramp to like some qualified reliable stuff but also on the other side the people who are going to be wanting to get too much medical advice because without this right. anyway i'm i am anyway showing up on WebMD at three in the morning and going, right. okay, well, it must be this. And now I'm going to spiral it into this, this, this. And by dawn, I'm sure that I have the plague 10 times over, you know, like, and it would be nice to have a helpful, reassuring voice at that time to be like, all right, don't, don't go crazy here. It's probably this, that, or the other, and nothing past that, you know? Right, right. So it helps at both ends. Yeah. And just, I think about like, I mean, just the worried mother or father who's taking care of their sick kid. And mm-hmm. you know, the fever is pretty bad. And like, it's been going on for two days. Like, huh, you know, and it's really hard to get hold of your actual family practitioner. Yeah. Whereas if you had this, you get a nurse literally at the snap of your fingers. And they say they, they have a clear list in the, cause they're triage. They're, they're, they're what are called triage, triage nurses. That's what they are. Triage nurses. They're triaging medical events. So they have a clear list for every kind of thing. They have a clear list of questions to assess the severity and tell you, oh yeah, shit, this kid's got to get into the hospital or, you know, it's fine. Just put a cold compress on his head or, you know, wait a day and call back or, you know, when are you going to see your primary care physician? You know, 
Yeah. Um, so they have a list of questions that that are going to put people in the bet in a better track. So here's the other advantage here. Uh, so I said the nurses are already there. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't even, these nurses do not even need to be the employees of the government. All you do is you add a single code to Medicare called nurse hotline contact call. And you say, we'll reimburse, I don't know, whatever it is, 30 bucks or something, you know, because these calls are, you know, 15 minutes long or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, or maybe it's 50 bucks, who knows? I don't know. Some economists would have to figure out what the exact pricing would be. Right. And all you do is add that. And then those nurses, they're on electronic medical records. They'll just say new contact. They'll type up a note. And they'll be done and they'll keep going. And that will automatically flow into the billing system, which will automatically bill out to Medicare and paid for. So like how it is now with individual insurance companies, but with the, you know, like the Medicare as the anchor to make it work nationally. It's the payer. It would become yeah. the payer. So yeah. the, the nurses could all be hired by every health system in the in the country it doesn't matter or you could set up you know call center i mean you could set up and it wouldn't even have to be call centers these nurses could work from home and and sign on and be working in shifts and and then the the calls would route you know directly to whoever was free at that that moment and yeah it could be a great it's actually a great job you could sit there and say yeah i work from home and i'm raising my kids or i'm or i'm doing this or that and i work you know 20 40 hours a week as a triage nurse mm-hmm. and i just pick up the phone you know, I put my headset on and I'm at my computer and I talk to people and I reassure them and help them with their health. I'm the front line of our healthcare system. Yeah. It, and, and cost-wise, I mean, I'm one of those wacky people who thinks that there's a good value in having a less sick population. And so You're crazy. that You're having crazy. people not be sick all the time <laughs> pays for itself in oh, its absolutely. own sort of way. Oh, absolutely. Oh my so, God. I mean, if you but, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also the value that you're providing is, yeah, I think that's, insanely insanely is a bad word but i think that's that's incredibly wise to like to implement that Mm -hmm. would be a great thing to go nationwide yeah i think people would say i mean i think there's also there's so much political fight over you know medicare for all and Mm -hmm. and like how do we you know and this is an idea that i've never heard anyone say no one's ever said like hey yeah medicare for all is great Bernie Sanders, you know, say what you will, you know, obviously providing some leadership in the country, um, but seemed pretty difficult to get his agendas across the finish line. Right. But this sounds like something where it's cheap. It's, it's easy in terms of implementation. You're literally mm-hmm. just adding one code to the Medicare procedural, you know, uh, guidelines, and then you're just promoting it i mean you'd have to do some advertising to tell people you call this one number anywhere in the country uh you know i don't know would there be a political fight over this would 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 uh or would it be seen as a kind of compromise between maybe more central sort more sort of more corporate corporate neoliberal democrats with the more kind of progressive sort of social democrats uh and would the republicans fight it i don't know mitt i mean obamacare is romney care right like the Obamacare just lifted Romney care from Massachusetts and yeah. made it nationwide. I don't know. I wonder if it wouldn't go over just fine. I mean, it's, it feels like it's all about how you sell it. So it, mm. it, you, that, that gets left up to the, like the marketing people who spend all their day figuring out what exact wording of what does the right, best, but right. 
you would hope that it wouldn't be a big fight, right? You would you would hope that someone would go, oh, I don't want to fight against this just because the person I don't like is for it. But I can look at it and go, oh, this is good for everybody and easy and cheap. Right. This is a no brainer. Right. Let's let's put yeah. it. Yeah, and just the light the lightness of it. Like I don't even know what the cost would be. Obviously, I invite someone with who really wants to crunch the numbers to kind of think about it. But I mean, I don't know. There might be, you know, maybe a few. There's 350 million people. Maybe a third of people would use it every year. So it's like 100 million calls. It's like 100 million calls, 30 bucks a call. It's like $3 billion or something. Mm. But I mean, in terms of healthcare reduction of costs, it's going to be insane how much yes. you save. Just, just for example, one of the parts of this that we haven't touched on is going from the, the actual triage action of the nurses. So if somebody says, Hey, I'm like really injured. They're like, go to the emergency room. Okay. Well that's, but then that now becomes a worthwhile use of emergency room expenses, which are very high. Mm -hmm. But most people, the vast majority of people, like whoever, like anyone, the most common thing people should actually do is go to the urgent care. Urgent cares are open all over cities, every city in the country. And you should just take an Uber to the urgent care if you really have it. Most, most things, you know, unless you're really in dire straits. Right. But that distinction between uh, emergency room and urgent care is a $1,400 difference, right? Um, and, then the, and then the same urgent care versus wait a week or two or three weeks to get into your primary care physician is another uh, change Huge difference in a yeah, few yeah. hundred bucks, you know? So just having this to get the nurses to say, you're fine, reassurance, don't do anything, or mm -hmm. put a cold compress on your head and take an Advil, mm -hmm. or uh, go to your primary care, or go to your urgency care, or go to emergency care, you're going to save, oh my God, I mean, I, 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 I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it's tens of billions of dollars are just wasted on people going to their urgent, emergent, uh, emergency room when they don't need yeah, to. Yeah, well, I, you have a system now that's funneling everybody in a large percentage, it's funneling people to the wrong places over and right, over again right. and putting in a system that funnels people to the right place the first time is, yeah, that that's a huge, pretty huge. <laughs> that's a huge I even benefit. think like somebody, you know, like a kid, I, I, I don't know about you, but you know, I was, when I was a kid, we would just tear around and we, we always got hurt and bumped and bruised and sure, you know, I yeah. broke, broke my foot, broke my hand, broke, I don't know, broke my bones, broke my head. Right. And my, <laughs> my parents were doctors. I have doctor parents. This is part of the reason I know all about healthcare is parents are doctors. So they were like, well, this is just, well, you're fine. You know, they were often like, you're fine. But if you're not, if you don't have parents who are doctors and a kid comes in and they're limping and they say, I bought my head, they're crying. And you think, oh shit, I need to go get some care for this kid. But if mm -hmm. you could just call this number and be like, yeah, he was playing around, he bumped his head. And then they say, well, do a brief concussion check. And you don't know the concussion checklist, right. but they do. And they can walk you through it. Mm -hmm. You do it. And then they're like, oh, he doesn't have, he's fine. He's just crying because he bumped his head. Or yeah, he really had a pretty serious concussion. Like he should be seen immediately. He should have a CAT scan. Like there's a huge range in there. Sure. And as a, 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 when you're a parent, you're just like, well, now I'm in charge of someone else's. Like it was all fun and games when it was just me and my body, but now I'm in charge of someone else's. So if they cough or sneeze or something, and I and I go, man, it's probably nothing, and it's not nothing. Well, then I'm the worst person ever. So of course I'm gonna look at everything and turn every dial up to eleven if I can as that right, person. Right. You know. Yeah, in a way, this 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 would really be supportive for families and parents, probably more than almost anything. It seems like, yeah. and the and the elderly. I mean, obviously, pretty much any oh. vulnerable population, this would be a everybody. Huge it's yeah. good for everybody. Yeah. 
I love though that it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of Medicare for all because I've lived in other countries where they have that. And, and I worked, I ran a hospital billing system across mm-hmm. multiple hospitals. I've, I've run those systems. So I know that it would be better to have Medicare for all, but not everyone knows that not everyone believes that this would be a way for people to see how awesome and efficient a system that just helps everyone is. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an interesting topic. I, I mean, I am also, mm-hmm. I'll say clearly biased. I've lived in a place where I had nationalized healthcare and enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and so it does seem crazy coming back after doing that to a place where it's all a, a for-profit sort of like everybody is on their own situation. You're like, wow, yeah. that's, Definitely doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> I've been to another place. Where we can it's not. have nice things, yes. right? It's like we can have nice things. I mean, yeah, it's just politics. I think that really prevents us from from having just a fully a fully you know a really large risk pool. Basically, a hundred percent. Everyone's in the risk pool together. But uh, this would could be a way to have people solve the worst problems, help people out, and have people feel a material difference in their lives. Yeah. Because I think with the healthcare, what we're running into is systems, once they're set up, are set up to run and continue running and not be easy to dismantle and topple over. And so you're you're looking at that and going, okay, well then let's set up a system that can run and be useful and then be difficult to dismantle and helps people, you know, like with a nurse, like a nationwide nurse hotline system that would use that sort of thing that works against us in our healthcare, but use it for us for once. Right. And all the, all the arguments against a more, uh, a more like, uh, robust risk pool, like a, like a Medicare for all, or some kind of universal risk pool mm-hmm. is always, you know, well, they want to, they're, they want to illegalize insurance companies. Well, this definitely doesn't do that. No. Like everyone still has private insurance, still mm-hmm. pays, but all the like worst cycle, psychic pain and all the uncertainty and all the just if inefficiency of going to the wrong person at the wrong time and having the wrong level of care given to you would be greatly eliminated. So yeah. in a way, it's 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 not it's so it's so. I mean, I you know I consider myself somewhat revolutionary, but this is actually a very very reasonable kind of moderate thing to add. But it, but it could be quite transformative actually. Yeah. In terms of uh, shaving off a huge amount of the cost and um um. Bloat. I mean, just Bloat. extra. It, yeah. Imagine if all the healthcare professionals don't have to deal with as many, like I, I stubbed know. my toes or whatever. Right. They you know? hate that. Uh-huh. Doctors hate that. They hate, I mean, they don't hate their patients. They love their patients. They want their patients <laughs> to be healthy. But you know, when they think about their day, the most satisfying moments of their day is when someone who was sufficiently sick <laughs> came yeah. in that they could actually help with the titanic titanic and amazing tools of modern medicine that they have at their disposal yeah. right yeah they also want the right person to be funneled into the right place right exactly for their, for their benefit yeah otherwise it's just like gris in the mill you know it's just like mm-hmm. this sort of you know oh you know bumps and bruises they want someone who really can match their you know expertise and their ability so yeah the other thing is there's a political aspect to this that's i still i think it maybe it's partisan maybe it's not you know, so much that's wrong with America right now is the distrust of institutions. Mm. And the reason why there's distrust in institutions is because a lot of our institutions don't just, they, they do things every day, all day long, they do things, but we don't feel what they're doing, except for like when we get a speeding ticket, we're mm. like, well, I guess that's working, but we don't feel good about that, you know? And everything else that does affect us seems like we're on our own about it. But yeah. if you could show, hey, you call this number, you talk to a really nice 
friendly professional nurse and who's not an employee of the government. They're an employee of Kaiser Permanente or United Health or some health system. Right. So they're like, great. They're a high quality healthcare worker. And you talk to them and then you hang up. And in the back of your mind, you're like, dang, like the government can like actually do things for us. Like that really worked. You know, that was great. Uh, that's federal. That's a federal program. Like it would give people this experience and you could right. have it all languages, right? You could say dial 42 there's and a, you get Hindi and there's a Hindi nurse on right. the other side. Like you could have it totally work for everybody in America. And it would just, I don't know, it would just create this experience of like trust and happiness and like, and like, yeah, more trust in our institutions. Think about with COVID, people yeah. could have said, oh, do I have COVID? All those questions could have gone to this and it could have just taken the burden completely off of all these, I mean, not the burden of actually caring for people who are really suffering with COVID. That would obviously be at the ICUs, but it would take all this little nitpicky, well, I have a sniffles, do I have COVID? Oh, it's COVID yeah, stuff. That whole, the, that whole, those months of, I have, I have a certain amount of, I'm feeling something, but if I go into a healthcare place with a bunch of other people, am I actually risking more than I'm benefiting you know yeah I, is this oh good point move? good point right should i go even into the hospital oh, I, do we definitely go with that yeah we were like yeah. we we're like if we get sick do we go into a, what do we do right and if you called that nurse hotline they'd say you know there is a risk so actually just take take it home or they'd say right. no you're ill <laughs> like you need to risk getting yeah, an upper respiratory virus what stage are you at just, and we'll give yeah. you the right advice right yeah. oh god i just love it i just love it and we, yeah yeah, but believing in our institutions and making people understand that like the federal government does something for them. I think I think any politician, it was probably they'd be the Democrats who would support this. But it's something that I think left-wing and right-wing Democrats could come together on. Mm. Uh, you know, conservative, you know, corporate Democrats and and progressive Democrats could come together and the progressive Democrats would be like, this is great. This is essentially Medicare for all, but just in this really narrow delivery mechanism. And then the corporate Democrats would be like, this is awesome. We get to keep getting donations from our corporate, you know, ins private insurance companies and drug companies, mm -hmm. but we get to reduce the cost of healthcare. So I don't know, I'm just throwing ballpark, but at least 10%, I think this would reduce in general, yes. at least weight, at least the waste. Um, it would, it would reduce a lot, uh, billion, you know, lots huge. I mean, so, those numbers are massive. I know, any, yeah. Anything you can do is like tremendous, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's all set up already. The whole thing's set up. It would take very little coordination. I, I've run hospital billing systems. Like I'm not just some guy you know so this is like sure. this would be something that you could just turn on i mean you'd have to do some work you'd have to talk to the right people and i mean get it. i am just some guy i have not run hospital billing systems but it also sounds like a good idea to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think the only problem would be the politics of it might be a little hairy but i don't know i think you could get the democrats to unite around it i mean this is something that like mansion mansion and cinema would probably go for because it's it's you know, it leaves everything in place. It leaves all the for-profit stuff in place. It leaves every. It would just maybe take down some of their billing hours, but you know, it also would improve their um, their efficiency. So they like that too, right? Money, yeah. I was going to ask, money. do you do you pitch the politicians first, or do you pitch the insurance companies first, and be like, where where do you position your messaging if you were going to try oh, to actually God. make this happen? I don't know. I don't know enough about politics. I, I think it's. Either. I think we'll just make a podcast about it. That seems to work. I think that works. <laughs> That's the future. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, Scott, this has been a fantastic conversation. I feel, I feel like yeah. we've, we've dived deep into the, this solution. We solved it, right? Well, we it's, didn't really criticize done. it very much, but maybe, I don't know. I don't can't, I can't <laughs> find, I'm very critical devil's advocate. I'm, but this one, I can't really find anything really wrong with it. It's like, it just seems so 
That's the beauty of publishing stuff on the internet. Other people can find stuff wrong for That's you. That's right. And they're and, more and than we, happy yeah, and we wel- to let you I know what you that. messed up. Well, we what should, you missed. Yeah, anyone, if you got a, you know, and if you have another, if you have a solution for the multiverse, like a solution that you've never heard anybody say and you've been thinking about it, send it in, send it in. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll look at it and, and maybe put it up there. So, uh, yeah, solutions from the multiverse. Tune in next time for the next solution. Very nice. Thanks so much for being with us, Scott. Yeah, thanks for having me. And make sure everyone to go check out The Perfect Show. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye-bye. Take care.